Welcome to this September edition of the Retina UK podcast. I'm here today with Tina, our Chief Executive, and Deborah, Head of Fundraising, to talk about raising money during a cost of living crisis and some of our plans for the rest of the year. Deborah, I'd imagine that fundraising is particularly tough at the moment. It certainly is, Jane. We know that times are particularly tough for everybody at the moment. There's lots of concern um, about the cost of living crisis, rising bills, um, inflation, things like that. And we're very conscious as well that our community um, living with inherited sight loss may be particularly impacted um, by the current situation um, and that many of our supporters uh, may not be in a position to contribute at the moment or they may not be able to give um, to Retina UK at the same level that they have done previously. Um, so one thing I, I did really want to stress is that we are just so grateful to everybody who is continuing to support our work and um, every contribution is so welcome no matter what the size it really does all make a difference to our really important work. Tina, how does the charity spend the money that uh, that is raised um, by by um, by the various appeals and so on going on? Okay, so um, I'm, I'll go through exactly what we spend the money on in just a second. But I just wanted to echo what Deborah said. Um, we are, as an organisation, extremely lucky in the fact that our community not only supports us financially, but also gives us information, feedback, keeps in touch with us and generally keeps us online. And I'm going to be really honest, you as a community have never, ever let us down. Um, as a staff and trustee group, we are absolutely committed and motivated to make sure that we're investing whatever you choose to give us to support what we do. We spend that exactly where you said you wanted it to be spent. Um, we are a two-pillared organisation. Um, we came from volunteer background to fund medical research to try and create and find some treatments for these group of conditions. Um, and as we've developed, we've built a really, really strong community. So there's two main things. We fund the very best medical research. We have a uh, Association of Medical Research Charities best practice process for choosing which science we go with. Um, and we also make sure that that is translational and what the community needs. And the other side of what we do is about supporting our community. Right? So many of you will have found an insight survey, you may have filled it in, you may have fed back to us. And what we've done is we've used that to create services and support and events that you want, that you need and an opportunity to be together. And this is a really difficult time. It's, you know, we went through the COVID pandemic. Um, we changed the way we worked. We, we put as much as we could online um, and the community really responded to that and really enjoyed me meeting us up. But what we want to do is make a difference through this new crisis. And um, I've heard a lot that it's not a crisis. It's just a financial. It's a recession period. It is a crisis and it's a particularly a crisis for families that are living with inherited retinal dystrophies and all sorts of other conditions. And we're here for you, not only to give you information about research and get you involved in clinical trials or give you the most up to date information, which is all vitally important. But also we want to help you support you if you've experienced loneliness or isolation or depression or haven't had a very good um, experience through NHS or support services. That's what we're all here to talk to you about. And we have our helpline that's been going for decades and decades, which is ably manned by people who are living with the condition. So they know what they're talking about. 
And we want to be able to keep all of this stuff going through this new period that we're going through. Let's hope that in a couple of years we will look back on this and say we came through it well, but we are absolutely committed to making sure research carries on and making sure that you feel supported by us every day. Oh, absolutely, Tina. That's so true. Um, so, Deborah, what are the plans for the rest of this year? So we've got um, a number of um, fundraising activities and appeals um, coming through uh, the pipeline for the rest of this year. One of those is our uh, annual raffle, which many members of our community will probably be familiar with. Um, it's traditionally been a Christmas raffle, but this year it's a little bit earlier than that. So um, it's already landed um, on doorsteps. Um, if anybody hasn't received raffle tickets but would like them, um, you can visit our website, retinauk.org.uk forward slash raffle or get in touch with us at the office. Um, there are a number of fantastic prizes to be won. So the first prize is £500. Uh, then we've got some second prizes of £100 each. We've got a fantastic luxury hamper, um, a, a gift voucher uh, and a, a, an Amazon Echo device as well to be won. So some really lovely prizes there for people. Uh, and it's a fantastic way to support Retin UK as well. Um, this year, um, you can actually enter the raffle online for the first time, which isn't something that we've offered previously. Um, so that may be a much easier way for people to get involved rather than completing the, the physical raffle tickets and sending them in to us. So, um, again, that's uh, accessible via our website. The deadline for entering the raffle is Thursday, the 17th of November, and we'll be drawing the winning tickets on Monday, the 21st of November. And we'll be letting um, everybody know um, what the winning ticket numbers are. And if your ticket is a winner, we'll be getting in touch with you personally to let you know and send your prize out to you. So that's a, a really uh, fun way to support Reston UK this year. Uh, we're following that up um, towards the end of October with uh, a, an appeal for funding for research. Uh, we know that um, investing in medical research is absolutely key uh, and something that our community are, are very interested in. Um, we're currently pulling together a new research strategy um, and the appeal that goes out will be very much reflecting um, the focus and the themes of that strategy. So um, as Tina's already touched on, we have an absolutely best practice model in terms of how we choose and fund our medical research. We've got three pillars essentially to our medical research strategy. So we've got what we would describe as the road to treatments. So those are projects that are exploring treatments for all sorts of different inherited retinal conditions and driving that progress towards the treatments that so many people would love um, to become a reality. We've got um, genomics. So that is the genetic element um, of these conditions. As, as many people will know, they are inherited genetic conditions. Um, and so a, a great deal of fantastic work is going on to try and find all of the genetic causes of these conditions. Many people will have had um, genetic testing and perhaps be aware of the particular gene that's involved in their case. But there are many people who have had genetic testing and, and their particular gene has not been found. So there's a lot of work going on to try and find some of those rarer, what we would call shy genes, um, and to find them and find all of the mutations that are affecting them and, and causing these conditions. 
And then the final pillar is what we would call as the foundations of research. So that's really all of the fantastic work that underpins um, these projects, researching treatments um, and, and genetic elements. So looking at how data um, is analysed and stored, um, looking at how the progression of some of these conditions can be measured um, in order to um, assess how effective potential treatments are um, in the future. So all of that really important basis of research is something that we're interested in as well. And the theme really that's coming through very strongly for us at the moment is uh, what we're describing as treatments for all. So we know that many members of our community are, are very invested in treatments coming to market that are relevant for them and their family. And we want to make sure that the projects that we fund have that broader relevance across our community. So looking at projects that perhaps are exploring um, particular mechanisms that are common across a, a wide range of different conditions, so not necessarily a specific genetic diagnosis, or where a project is looking at a particular gene, is the way that they're exploring that gene something that could be rolled out and become applicable to many more conditions um, depending on the nature of that project. So that's a real focus for us. We'll be looking at encouraging researchers um, applying for funding to let us know how their work will benefit the, the wider community. Um, and that's something that's going to come through very strongly in the appeal that's coming out at the end of October. Um, it will be going out um, in the post um, to members of our community uh, and we'll be talking about it um, on our social media uh, and via email, etc. as well. So um, lots of people should come to hear about that hopefully later on this year. And then we're following that up um, in December with a campaign that many members of our community, I think, will be familiar with, which is the Big Give Christmas Challenge. Um, it's something that we've done every year uh, for the last few years. It's our final push, really, for research funding this year. Um, and as many uh, of your listeners will know, it's an opportunity to actually have their donation to research doubled at no additional cost to them. So their contribution and their investment in medical research will have twice the impact if they donate through the Big Give Christmas Challenge at the end of the year. It runs in a very specific time frame. So it, it runs for one week from midday on Tuesday, the 29th of November until midday on Tuesday, the 6th of December. We'll be making sure that we let everybody know the details and when it's happening. Um, I know it's going to be featured in November's edition of Look Forward, our newsletter that goes out to many members of our community. Again, we'll be talking about that campaign on social media, via email, all the different ways that we communicate with everybody. So we'll make sure that, that everyone's aware of, of when it's happening. Um, and you can find out more about that particular campaign on our website as well at retinauk.org.uk forward slash big give. Um, we know there's an awful lot going on with those three different activities towards the end of the year. So just to stress again, um, we know that it's a hugely challenging time for, for everybody. We completely understand that um, some members of our community may not be able to contribute 
um, at this time and we're very grateful for all the support that they have given to us previously. Anybody who is able to take part in any of those um, campaigns or appeals, we're just so grateful for any contribution. It makes such a difference to our ability to support everyone in our community and to invest in some fantastic new medical research projects, which we hope will have a real impact. So um, just a huge thanks really to, to everybody um, for their continued support. Uh, we're so grateful. We really are, Deborah, and I think the, especially when times are hard, um, I certainly go into a position where I want to be really secure in the knowledge that what I'm giving to is being spent on what it needs to be spent on as soon as possible. And um, and also that I have a full understanding of what's happening at the other end of that line. I think it's all natural, isn't it, when, when times are tight that you watch that. And I just want to um, reassure anybody who's listening that the fundraising team are an integrated part of our organisation. I know a lot of organisations have those those um, those job roles completely separate. So if you have any questions or you would like to talk to somebody about what's going on, you'd like some further information on how you're donating and how that impacts upon us, gift aid, the practicalities, how you do it, anything at all, our office is there to have a conversation with you. Um, and that ties in really firmly with the values that this organisation works within. We are entirely transparent. We're very ambitious for you, but we are your organisation and you have the right. And we encourage you to have that contact with us if that's what you need. I think also Deborah is way too modest to say this about um, the fundraising team and herself, but also they do specialise in taking the weight of fundraising and activity off you. So we have a range of equipment and a range of skill set within that, with that, within that team that if you are maybe planning to do a little fundraiser or a big fundraiser, either of those is great. Um, we have the skill set, the capacity, um, and the the equipment to make that as enjoyable as it can be for you. Uh, when I've done fundraising in the past, I've found a lot of the slog is the organisational side of it, making sure I've got the logo in the right place, make sure I've got the right equipment. So please do get in touch if there's anything like that. Uh, Retney Care is here for you. Of course, we want to raise income so we can carry on our mission in research and supporting our community. But we're also here for you during this maybe what may be, excuse me, a very difficult time for you. So just a very quick reminder that our helpline is up 9.30 a.m. to 9.30 in the evening, uh, where somebody will be, will be able to talk to you about anything that you really need to talk about. You need some signposting, you need some uh, instruction how to get somewhere or to get a certain item, or you want to have a talk about research or anything at all emotional support, that's what our helpline is there for. So please do give them a ring if you need to. The number is 0300 treble one four thousand. Uh, and that number is really prominent on our website. Just Google Retina UK. And also we've got a new resource um, which is designed to help people who are starting to feel the mental impacts or the emotional impacts of living with the condition and especially in the environment that we're living in. And it's called Discover Wellbeing. Um, it's on our website. It's retinauk.org.uk forward slash wellbeing. And the, the, the objective of this resource is to help people stop getting to that crisis point that point where you don't know what to do, where we need to get a lot of external support in. And this is designed to try and help you not get there. OK, 
I think also it's worth saying at this point about the organisation is that we are organised and set up to ride out difficult times. Uh, we're a very committed team. We go through absolutely everything to make sure that we are surviving these types of environments, but also we continue to provide you with what you want and fund the best research. Um, we need your support now. You've never let us down before. If there's anything that you could do for us, please get in touch with the fundraising team or the team at the office, and we'd be more than happy to have those discussions with you. Um, really appreciate all that you do for us as a community. Um, so just wanted to end on that note and thank everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much to both of you. That's really interesting, really informative. And I hope the uh, the appeals and, um, uh, and, and the raffle go really well for you. Thank you. And I, I hope the prize winners in, enjoy enjoy their prizes pre-Christmas, which is always handy, isn't it? So, um, oh, so get involved with the prize draw. You might be able to cover some Christmas presents with that. Wonderful. Thanks again.